All right, gang, we're back. Five hours later, five hours of show later. Good Two lord. episodes <laughs> left. Oh, uh, can we make it through? I don't know if I can make it it's through. It's been 84 <laughs> years. I mean, it really does. I feel like it's like when you're like, man, I can't believe summer is over already. But then you think about a trip that you took back in May and you're yeah. like, yeah, that does seem like a long time ago. Like, think about when Wills was in Paris. Was still on this show. It seems you like I was a younger bastard. man then. A younger, more naive man. Wish yeah. I'd known then what I know now. <laughs> I'm a whole lot wiser and a whole lot more jaded. Yeah, country song about that. Well, uh, probably most country songs, <laughs> I think, are about that. No, but where that's literally... Literally I the refrain. I didn't know then. Oh, yeah. Is that, a, is that a Garth Brooks song? I guess song? that's not the same... Not I don't quite think the that's same. Garth Brooks. Is it Brooks and Dunn? Maybe Brooks. I wish I could start Somebody named Brooks. I'm not saying. Sounds good. Sounds good. Yeah, keep it up. Let's uh, go. Don't write down a note. I'm writing down that we're going to put Brooks and Dunn in right here, though we're not going to. Brooks. Yeah. Now everybody's going to want Brooks and Dunn, so now I have to put it in. Thank you. Okay. Hi, gang. This is Ryan cutting in real quick after the recording. That song is by Toby Keith. Here you go. You know who else is jaded and cynical? Aerosmith. Well, sure, Aerosmith, your favorite <laughs> band, Aerosmith. A jaded. That's all I know. Because I'm not the Aerosmith fan that You're you not. Are. I'm going to the concert. You're the one going to their last show ever in Vegas. Uh, yep. Yeah. You yeah. can't stop me. I, I'm not trying to stop you. <laughs> I've been encouraging you consistently. Because I know uh, about your deep Aerosmith fandom. Mm-hmm. Um, Super fan. But to get back to my original point, you know, and to transition I'm into the actual into the actual yes. content Could of you the tell program. That I was buying time. <laughs> stall, stall, stall. Um, no, well, I'll, I'll carry it. Yeah, you I'll look around. You know who else is jaded? Here's my transition. Everyone, everyone is very jaded because if Eric can say at night that he's not going to go out on a date with everybody else, and then in the morning can wake up and have different feelings and say that he will go out on a date with someone besides Angela. You know what? I'm sure. Nobody's safe. I'm sure. Nobody's safe. Well, all right. I mean, you can make fun of it. I can and I will. (laughs) But, I mean, I can see... I can see what they mean. If one of Paradise's strongest couples can break down that quickly... I just, well, so let me just say. Okay. I mean, I, I Play think the, that the what they're saying advocate, is yeah. like, we've all bought into this illusion that all of these relationships are real and they're just not. Right. And so I feel like when something happens where that illusion gets shattered, everybody's like, oh, fuck, we've only known each other for a week. Yeah. And so that... I- I would give them the benefit of the doubt and assume that that is at least some of what's going on. Oh, I think that's 100% of what's going on. I think we are actually making the same point um, from different sides. You're just being more sympathetic. Um, Because that's exactly what I'm saying is like they have bought under this illusion. And I do think 
I don't know. It's, I think it's kind of like being in a cult, being on The Bachelor. Like, they control yes. what you see and perceive and the information you're getting. And so you get very into the situation. For you as a contestant? Yeah. 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 I like, I mean, it's a it's sort of a facile analogy, but like being in a cult for a week or whatever it is, you know? Um, well, what kind of cult is that if you're just in it for a week? Well, that's what I'm saying. You get to leave or get kicked out. I would like, maybe there should be a cult where people just routinely get voted out to really cull, that's you know, almost. Scientology. <laughs> well, Scientology, you get voted out if you just can't pay up. It's sort of their version of the rose ceremony, right? If you can't pay to go to the next, uh, not the next level, that's Heaven's Gate. If you can't get audited um, to get more Thetans out of you. You sound like a suppressive person. I am a suppressive person, yeah. SP. Um, no, I, I, oh, here we go. Good, there we go. How many notes you got there? Three pages? Two and a half. Two and a half, yeah. Three that's, pages? Uh, Three the, pages. The South is really having its effect on me. Aussie me and Raven. <laughs> Wainer. Um, no, I, we're making the same point, which is they have bought into the illusion that their relationships are significant. And the second that they realize, like, oh, never mind. I just, I don't see what has happened in paradise up to this point that would make anyone think that any of this is secure. You know what I'd like to know? What's that? If any of these people are all in. I would like to know the same thing. That's a good question. I don't think I've heard anybody really talk about that much this season. About whether right. or not they are all they in. They are all whether in. Whether or not they yeah. thought they were all in. And then mm-hmm. it turns out that they are all in. But the person that they thought they were all in with a relationship was not was all not in. Was not all in. Yeah. The only time I heard them talking about that was when they all played poker and they were talking about how they were all It was in. a crazy game of poker. <laughs> Isn't love kind of a crazy game of poker, though? you got to go all in and risk all your chips. you got to know when to hold them. <laughs> Have they not had a poker date? I mean, that seems like, oh, I'd like it should to see be a that, thing. Oh, I'd like a group poker Yeah. Date. Well, I feel like they uh, should. Side note, that was one of my all-time... I love it when a TV show incorporates poker. Really? One of my all-time favorite 90210 episodes. They break into the Beverly Hills Beach Club and play poker. I didn't know it's this about super you. super cool. Really? I didn't know that you like a TV show that incorporates... What else incorporates poker? Uh, that's all. Okay. I like no, it when... I, I like it when a TV show incorporates... Oh, Friends? I like... Friends. The, oh, don't they have like a strip poker game and Joey and... No, that's Strip Happy Days. The, don't they place? That's a that's a funny episode where they place. Happy days because I'm no not. no no. The sh- friends, the characters play the happy days game. I can't believe I know this and you don't. I don't and think you're thinking of the right show. Okay, maybe uh, maybe here I'll Google this real quick. You tell me another episode. What happened on Friends with uh, poker? They play poker. Okay, and, and it was good. <laughs> Friends strip happy days game. We're going to have to pop this whole uh, clip two minutes and 49 what seconds. What season is that? I oh, no when idea. they're at the beach. All right. Yeah, I do remember that now. Yep, because they all make their... Joey wants them to play strip, and then they're all like, okay, and they just make him. They make him strip, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. No, that's just pretty funny. That was, see, look at me appreciating Friends. Um yeah, so I did not know that you liked poker in a TV show, but I I think they should do more like full on group dates on this show. On like get Bachelor, Bachelor in Paradise. Bachelor in Paradise, yeah. yeah. Get everybody out of the mansion doing something competitive. Bring a little more of the Bachelor pad element in. I like that idea. I do mm-hmm. like, yeah, because we got a little bit of that in this episode where they have to compete 
to win the date from uh, Evan and Carly right. and but Tanner. They really just have to plead their case, which Camille yeah, yeah, is yeah. horrible at, by the way. Well, we're skipping ahead. <laughs> yes. But no, I mean, I agree with you. Bring back, I don't think we're ready for a full bachelor pad. Um, what's the word I'm looking for? Uh, revival. Revival, thank mm-hmm. you. I do like the idea of bringing in a little bit of competition. Yeah, well, they're going to do a bachelor pad. I feel like pad. you want a date? Compete yeah, for it. Yeah, work for it. They're doing a bachelor pad revival, but they're killing off Roseanne. I think that... <laughs> <laughs> they're killing her off in that oh, Connors. Okay. And they're killing... Uh, okay. I feel like that's the new way to deal with these people is Kevin Spacey's dead on uh, House of Cards. Roseanne is dead on the Connors. Like that, just kill them off. Get them out of there. They're going to kill off Leo. On Bachelor in Paradise, he's too controversial. He's dead now. You're going to rethink this joke when Leo is dead in a few weeks. From a freak accident at the Waterworld show. And Shoshana. <laughs> Y'all are doing voodoo. Don't know how you do you the do voodoo. You do that Russian voodoo that you do. <laughs> so well, this is hell. So well, so this is hell. Uh, um, I feel like I had something to say, but I don't know because you were just... Vibing, vibing. <laughs> Jesus, what's what? what even smoking? Cop, yeah, I've been smoking a pack a day. Yeah, and I'm scatting and bebopping over here. You're losing it. <laughs> I had something to say. I'm sorry. Can we recover? Um, Can we get back to where we were when we were both no, all in? I, I wish I didn't know now what I didn't know then. <laughs> We have talked almost none about this show. Yeah, but that's gonna. I'm gonna listen to it, and I'm gonna. You're gonna think of the thing. It was like when I came up with that really funny goose lighting (laughs) thing. You're gonna have to issue an apology. Whoa! Um, All right, we'll come back. It'll come back. Yeah, it'll come back. Okay. So, what we want to get into the content of this program? Ten minutes into our podcast about Bachelor in Paradise. Yeah, I guess. Okay, whatever. So Eric and Cassandra go out. It seems to go decently, um, although later time in the episode would say otherwise. Right. Um, Colton, I mean, can we talk about this? Yeah. I feel like we have to. We're 10 minutes in, but. Colton is the fucking bachelor. Oh, God. You knew it was coming. Yeah, I mean, we read about that. I, I held out hope for Jason. We read some spoilers um, suggesting he was going to be the bachelor. I will put out one tiny little beacon of hope. Uh-huh. I feel like sometimes they do this where... Because I saw that they haven't shot any, like, official promo for him at all. So I kind of wonder if they're going to be like, Bachelor Nation, we listened to you oh, and put somebody else in. Yeah, that's interesting. Yeah, they like floating out the idea mm-hmm. to see. It seems, I mean, was there a big upswell for him on Twitter or anything? Mm-hmm. Like, I don't think anybody I feel like was everyone, pushing for everyone it. Everyone hates him. Yeah, well, and also the announcement was very, like, the only thing I saw was Harrison tweeting <laughs> out, like, Your Colton's bachelor. the Bachelor. Yeah, yeah that was it. Um, and I will say, too, because I've been... Ripping on Colton pretty hard on Twitter. Colton, I know you've seen it. Uh, 120 people saw I'm that sorry. tweet. So, yeah. Um, I don't dislike Colton. I feel like it's the same thing as Becca. And we were right about that. Like, right. Becca's a fine human, although I don't like Colton as much. I don't think he's... 
I don't know. I just don't find them very genuine. Um, uh-huh. And I certainly don't find them interesting. I don't find them charismatic at all. I just think it's going to be a, a really boring season. Well, and Entertainment Weekly pointed out, he just doesn't seem like he can handle this. No. Like, I don't he, think, I yeah, think the difference no. between him and Becca is, I don't think he's emotionally prepared to handle this situation. No. I mean, this... Oh, what makes you think that? Well, one would be that this episode, one of the reasons it's three hours is so we can get 15 minutes of Colton and Tia just crying. Ugh. I mean, really, you can't also, trim some of the fat off of this? <laughs> Come on, goose. <laughs> Um, I felt, so people were talking about how Colton was being virgin shamed, Mm -hmm. and I'm sure he was, but I think too, like, now I'm looking at his supposed virgin, alleged virginity, Uh and wondering, like, I bet he's just a virgin because he can't get, like, to his credit, maybe he doesn't want to just have, like, a one-night stand, but it seems like he is, like, incapable of pursuing an actual relationship. Sure, right, right. No, I am. I'm holding out hope that he tweets out something offensive and ABC kills him, kills him all. He's off. not going to be offensive. You know what I also said, and this is this is a a tad controversial. Okay. So all right, let's I'm hear. It. Hold on there. to your butts, everybody. Just hold on to your butts. Call me. What's uh, his? What's that guy? That crazy guy? You're gonna have to be more specific. That um. Matt that Walsh. talk radio guy. Rush Limbaugh. Alan. Oh, Alex really Jones. Crazy yeah, yeah, Alex Jones. Alex yeah. Jones. Okay, it's let's not, hear. Is this not, a conspiracy theory? A little bit. The frogs are making us gay. <laughs> All right, let's well, hear it. Well, funny you should say that. Okay, because yeah. Because my conspiracy theory is that Colton is gay and that he's going to come out on the show. I don't know. That it's going to be, like, positive. Yeah. I, I mean, like The Bachelor has gotten very, like, pro- Pro-homo. I don't want to I don't think that's quite the term you want. But I get your point. It's um, from a Jay-Z song. Oh, oh, because it's like anti... No, instead of saying no homo, he's saying pro-homo. Is I, that... I, I okay. don't know. Okay. I don't know. We're um, just two white people trying to, <laughs> trying to feel out the situation. Um, but I feel like we should be able to talk about gay rights a little better than this. Uh, <laughs> Um, no, I mean, I actually think that would be really interesting. To have a... To have him come out and be like, this was my journey, this is what I needed. Yeah. To kind of realize that this is who I am. Um, I think that that, that would be fascinating. Um, obviously, it's probably something that's better not handled on national TV necessarily like for his... Harrison? Well, like, in the same way that Dean's stuff, mm-hmm. oh, Dean's okay, challenges yeah, yeah. aren't necessarily best sensitively handled on television but that would be an interesting turn of events i'm picking up vibes from him on instagram oh yeah i'm just gonna say that hey i mean and if that's honestly i would like that significantly better (laughs) than whatever is going to actually happen Uh, on the season all right moving forward i mean yeah colton's the bachelor and colton is the bachelor because back to the show uh, he admits that he's trying to force it with Tia. Mm-hmm. Oh, really? It just doesn't feel right with this beautiful girl. <laughs> I wonder what that's about. Now, you yourself have said that Tia is not all that attractive. Uh, no, I don't think that she is. Um, and, like, Tia, get a hold of yourself. I mean, I don't know. I'm just done with the dramatics. Well, I mean, isn't that... What are we here for if not the dramatics? <laughs> Now, I'm not here to make friends. I'll tell you that. <laughs> I am here to make friends. Yeah. 
Um, and I'm here to laugh. <laughs> I'm here to love. I'm not. I tell you, I'm not here to watch 15 straight minutes of sobbing. Like you did it with Ari. Right. I'm, we already went through it. this. We already went through this. Well, I have to say, um, you know, Colton, he couldn't make it work despite the fact that he gave it his all for at least three days. He gave it his all right. in this I guess relationship. That's what I'm talking about. Is like at least on The Bachelor, if you get far enough, you can be like, I've been on this show for a month. Like I feel like I really invested myself. I just feel like, like even on the show, someone else, some other contestant was like, nobody has what Tia and Colton have. They hung out for two days. Right. Right, well, and they had all this back-and-forth drama where Colton could barely commit to her at all. Right, like, yeah. oh, color me shocked, Tia, that the guy that, like, didn't want to go on a date with you when he first came down right. and had to be, like, browbeaten into dating right. you. Right, who had to sit and think for an entire day if he I wanted just, to date like you or not. I feel like this whole show has just become an exercise in he's just not that into you. Yeah. Or yeah. she's just she's not, just not, not that, that into you. Yeah, but either more, way. I mean, more in this particular season, I feel like it's been more. He's not that. Yeah, because it was the same way with Shushana, right? With Annalise and everyone, (laughs) with every single person there. Camille is surprisingly into Annalise. We'll see. We'll see how that plays out. I mean, I'm not not trying to be cynical here, but you know, Annalise seems ready to get married to Camille tomorrow. I'm not sure if Camille is ready for that kind of In commitment. In fact, she says that she yes. is. Yes. Yeah, well, I know that because she tells us. Yeah. Um, All right. Um, Colton tells Tia that he has been struggling this whole time. Um, Tia says, I think me and Colton are on the same page. I don't want to be overconfident, but I think we're in a good place. And then he's like, Hey, can we talk Ugh. over here, away from everyone? On the daybed. It's like I just turned him into Kevin from the office. <laughs> <laughs> That's going to be my Colton. Yeah, good. Bachelor. That's perfect for him. Yeah. Um, no, and so, I mean, you handle it. You've got it. That's got it. it. They're, they Colton says, I'm broken. When he said that, I was like, boom, bachelored. I'm unlovable. Well, that's that. I wanted oh, to get to even that. Tia was. I know. I feel like they. I don't know. I feel like even Tia was kind of sounding. A, it was a little too on the nose in terms of them saying everything the producers would sure. want to be said about the next Bachelor. Because right. Tia says he has to figure himself out because he can't do this to someone else. No, it's like the perfect. Scene to lead into his bachelor. Yes. Uh, yeah, well, and that's, I wanted to get at that because it's become a really common refrain on this show recently, the whole franchise, for people to say, there's something wrong with me. I'm mm-hmm. unlovable. Mm-hmm. Like, I feel like 10 people have said that this Bachelor in Paradise. People say that when they leave the mansion. It's, it's odd. Um, mm. Like, I, they're not odd, but. I feel like on the one hand, that's a weird thing to go into. A dating show, like, touting about yourself. On the other hand, how many girls are like, I could be the one to make you loved. Oh. So I feel like they're tapping into that. Sure, sure, yeah. You just haven't met the right... Because you notice that it's not usually the girl that says that. Yeah, yeah. No, it usually is the man who's something is... Because what? uh, Benoit said that. Um, Colton says that. Yeah, 
Benoit was making a play if to be I the first. If I say the right thing, they will put me on Bachelor America. Oh, oh, oh. oh, oh. Just give him a croissant. <laughs> <laughs> it could have been Benoit or the candlestick from Canadian. Beauty and the Beast. <laughs> oh, Clogsworth. <laughs> here's, a, here's a fun idea. Okay. How about a date where Benoit dresses up as Lumiere? You know who Cogsworth is? Let me guess. Let me guess. Uh, I don't have it. I'm going to go David. Yeah. I think David could yep. be a good Cogsworth. Yep. That would be interesting if they made these people come back down again to be in costume for the other people's <laughs> dates. Uh, all right. They're all freaking out after Colton and Tia both leave. Um... I actually thought that Jordan did a really good job, like, pacifying, is that the right word? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Jenna. Yeah, me too. Um, me too. Because he says, are you worried? How can I help you? I know you're sad. It is sad. I'm not minimizing it. Yeah, no, I thought I thought he did really well. I mean, like I said, Jordan is the character that I'm probably most conflicted about in the history of this show because he can do this and then he can be just a huge asshole. You know, it's just like, and he has all these clever things to say and then stupid things to say. He's, well, yeah, because after he said all of that smart stuff, then he said, I'm sticking by this hot baby named Jenna. <laughs> I don't. <laughs> well, then later they actually talk about baby names. They do. I'm a sexy baby. Yeah, more paper. Yeah. <laughs> Um, somebody says that... So, first of all, I think it's Kendall says, now, literally anything could happen. I like the idea, literally anything. Literally. Right? Meteors can fall and kill them all, right? <laughs> <laughs> Rabid dogs could tear through and uh, and attack them. Um, but then they, someone oh, says... You know who wouldn't be surprised by that? Who? Annalise. Annalise. She said that she'd been worried about it the whole time. Never can't trust a fucking dog. <laughs> um... But uh, I think as Kendall also says that Tia planned their whole future. You should hear her talking. Well, why was she doing that? <laughs> I mean, that's that's ridiculous, right, yeah. for her. I mean, I know that people do that, but, like, it was three days in. Like, that's on Tia. I don't know. So there was a really funny moment where they've all been talking about the breakup, and Jordan is getting interviewed by the producers about it. And John comes over <laughs> and, first of all, interrupts the interview and then says, I haven't seen Colton and Tina for a while. <laughs> and Jordan's like, are you fucking kidding me yeah. right now? And he's like, dude, they broke up. They left paradise. And John's like, they can do that? Yeah, he goes, really? Yeah. Can they do that? And no, then he pushed John, his glasses uh, up his face. You're stuck here. Right, yeah. The, <laughs> the uh, Bachelor in Paradise goons stopped them at the door. <laughs> right, Jack-booted thugs kept them from leaving. All right, let's move forward a little bit. Yeah. Cassandra talks to Angela. Angela. (laughs) This only confirmed what I've always known, which is Angela is not the boss. No way. Uh, So, although, Angela does have some power in this situation, because she basically is, like, more upfront with Cassandra about what she and Eric had. And Cassandra gets mad, tells Eric that their uh, situation is... Tarnished and icky. Now. Yeah, it yeah. is icky. No, I actually liked that. I liked Angela and Cassandra kind of bonded, and Cassandra internalized. She does something that very few people do on the show. Is like, well, if he screwed you over two days ago, mm-hmm. he could just yes. as easily <laughs> screw yes. me over two days from and you're now. Right. Like for as many people as sh- should be 
catching on to that. Very few do. Right. Like, no, he's not going to do that to me. No. Spoiler alert, he does. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Kevin uh, tells Astrid that he's falling in love with her. Astrid, I can't. I think this is later, but Astrid also says it. Yeah. So Kevin says, "I'm falling in love with you." Later in this episode, they go on a date, and Astrid says, "I love you." Right. Right. Um. All right. Kristen shows up, aka Scallop. She appears to walk out of the sea. She comes as well. She's She's Scallop fingers. Yeah. Yeah, She just comes right out of the ocean. I am Scallop. Yeah, scallops appears. They spend way too much time. They really milk that scallops thing a little too long. Uh, we said, I mean, it's just passe. It's played. It's last season. So played, it's yeah. 2000 and late. I feel like <laughs> that's good. That's a good update on the 2000 late. Yeah, yeah. it is. Nice. Sorry, everyone's taking a drink real quick, folks at home. That was a long pause. Um, yeah, so she walks out of the sea ready to uh, go on a double date. Uh, Shoshana is here, and Shushana. so Shushana. Yeah, Shushana. sorry, my my mistake. She is Russian. Is she? I thought she's Armenian. Is that not the same thing? No. No, she. I thought she's Russian. Why no, do they I've, keep referring? To oh, her as, as a, a Russian, Russian witch. witch. Yeah. Over and over and over. Okay. Again. For some reason, I have that she's she Armenian tells in Camille my notes. That she's okay. Russian. That she's Russian. I okay. Wasn't. I know that Russia and Armenia aren't the same thing because the Kardashians are Armenian. Are Armenian? Yes, they are. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I know. That's why yeah. I said it. I'm not looking to you to confirm that. I think you have more knowledge to drop on me than the Kardashians. I do not. Yeah. Under no circumstances. I just remember that because they had a whole episode about the Armenian genocide, and I thought that was a little bit maybe not the right show to handle <laughs> such a such a fraught topic. Well, you're damned if you do, damned, damned if you don't. Because people will criticize them for having such a shallow show and not right. using their platform. That's what I would do. Um, okay. Anyway, Shoshana is here. She is Russian, at least to some degree. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> some kind of Russian. Yeah, she's a Russian spy. They're going on a double date. Camille is Polish. He's also mildly European. I said he has a really strong accent for someone that came to the States when he was yeah. five. Which yeah, makes true. me think that he's putting it on. Oh, he's faking it? Yeah. 100% yeah. I believe that. Yeah. Um, Shoshana asks Camille. Kristen asks out John. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I mean, Annalise is kind of freaking out about Shoshana and Camille going... She tries to be the cool girl first, which is like, Annalise just don't. Right, well, and she can hold it together for about five minutes yeah. and be the cool girl for five minutes. And then yeah. Kevin points out that Annalise is literally just pacing the beach and crying. <laughs> she says that if Camille asked her to get engaged right now, she, she would, would do it. Yes. She would do oh, it, despite Annalise. the fact that this is about the fifth man that she's been this interested is, in. It's hard to impaired. watch. I know, yeah, it's... I mean, you, she just gets thirstier and thirstier, to use your terminology. Dehydrated yeah. girl. Uh, all right, they go out on Jorge's tour. Yes, go in a banana boat. And I don't really have anything about this date. It's nah. not. I feel like John and Kristen seem to get along decently. Just fine, yeah. Um, John, of course, also has Olivia waiting for him. I know. And Camille and Shoshana seemed to have a decent time, but... Uh, Later, uh, Camille is talking all about how um, he couldn't wait to get back home to Annalise. Right. Later, there was nothing there. Nothing there. No it's revealed. Yes. 
All right. Uh, Ashley and Jared show up just who I didn't want to see. Right. Yeah. Ugh. I Ooh. hate them. I'm put that out there. Okay. I hate Ashley. I'm not a fan of Ashley. I. Okay. I don't mind Jared, but I don't like it that they're together. You know how come? Because I hate you her. You hate her. Okay. I really dislike her. Yeah. I feel like she manipulated people all season long uh, on Bachelor in Paradise. We didn't watch Winter Games, but sounds like Kevin. Would poor Kevin got jerked that. around. I know. I feel and like, poor Kevin has to watch yeah, this engagement like he's Canadian, go down. Yeah. He's having to watch his ex girlfriend get engaged. And he, I mean, I actually, surprisingly, Kevin has emerged as a dark horse of like, this guy's okay. Yeah. You know? Yeah, he seems perfectly fine. He handles it very maturely. Um, yeah. No, he um, he seems to be... He's all right, that Canadian. So, they get engaged. Jenna comments that it proves that it really can work. Um, if you pursue it mercilessly for years. <laughs> right. If you do not... Thing. Yeah, if you do not let this person go. Um, and if you just don't take no for an yeah, answer. Yeah, eventually you'll get engaged. <laughs> um, all right. Can we move on to the rose ceremony? Yeah, let's do it. Cassandra and Eric do yoga together. Nice try. We've already seen that play. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's Namaste. Namaste played out. <laughs> Namaste played. Um, so John, Olivia says, John, before the rose ceremony, Olivia says, John wants to move forward with her and no one else. And then they immediately cut to John kissing Kristen. Yeah. Immediately. Uh, John later reveals that he has kissed seven women in paradise. John does? Yeah. Who would that be? I don't know. I Kendall. mean, we're going to have to get Robin on it. Yeah. Robin? Kendall. <laughs> okay. So Kendall Jubilee. Kendall, Kristen, Kristen, Olivia. Olivia. What? Um, who did he go out with to that quinceanera? Who was that? Olivia. That was Olivia. Okay. Um, That's four. I mean, I'm willing to say that there would have been like maybe a fifth one that I can't. He think claims of right now. it's six on top uh, of okay, Olivia. John. He's you know sure whatever. You you don't trust him. I do not trust him. I do not care for John. I don't care that he invented the software for Venmo or whatever else he's trying to put forward as his role in that. <laughs> I'm I'm not a John fan. Okay. I don't think you are either. Nah. I mean, I like a nerd, but... So I'm rooting for him in that regard. I feel you know like... the only thing worse than a nerd? What? A cocky nerd. Well, I was going to say, what I, how I feel about John is I'm really rooting for him, and a lot of times he does stuff where I'm like, I'm rooting for you, buddy, don't do that. No, I'm not you know? rooting for him anymore, because I feel like he's just like a dick, but he's not as handsome as he thinks he is. As the other dicks on yeah, the show, yeah. And he's like, I have a bunch of money, so I guess I can be nerdy and girls will still like me. He's got abs, too. Oh... I haven't seen that. Yeah, you've seen that. I'm not looking. I don't care. <clears throat> um, we uh, we have to get at one thing. Let's get to the rose ceremony, but I want to mention one thing real quickly, which is Kristen advises people to put their best foot forward and then immediately starts <laughs> making a punching. <laughs> starts doing punching. <laughs> which is not your foot, Kristen. Um, I just wanted to point that you know, out. She's a scallop. She doesn't even have a brain. <laughs> she doesn't understand. It's really just more of a she's brain got a stem. Bunch of eyes, but Poorly no evolved. Brain. Yeah. Isn't it ironic? I like that it's moved from her being scallop fingers to a full-on scallop. <laughs> um, All right. Uh, 
Jordan from Jordan, New yeah. Zealand is here. Oh, oh th- throw another shrimp on the Barbie. <laughs> Play your didgeridoo. <laughs> Let's do the Lord of the Rings tour. Hey, Shoshana. <laughs> you want to go on this date with me? <laughs> Let's eat some Vegemite. I'm pretty sure these are all Australian. Hey, you sound like a drunk Mary Poppins. That was good, actually. I liked that when she did the <laughs> New Zealand accent and he made fun of her immediately. Um, he also tells Angela that there's a phrase in New Zealand, and I'm going to start using this phrase. Okay. We're not here to fuck spiders. It's true. I'm not, yeah. yeah. And that sounds applicable to so many situations. My whole life. That's what I like. You can use it's that in class. You can motto. use that. Yeah. Yeah, I like that. Yeah, we're going to have to start employing that. Okay. I like New Zealand uh, Jordan. Yeah. He's rugged. Yeah. Well, and we pointed out that the people who come in. Devastatingly handsome. Baby. He's Do fun. you? I was going to say, I didn't find him devastatingly. No. He is handsome. rugged, though. Yeah, he is rugged. Well, he's from New Zealand. He's got to, you know, scale all those mountains, throw the ring into the mountain at Mordor, that kind of thing. Is that a Lord of the Rings it reference? Is. Yeah, some of our fans are going to like that. So mm, those movies were very popular. A lot of people saw them. I don't, I don't think, think John listens to the podcast. <laughs> Maybe you can send him a private email. Um, I'll send him a Venmo hey, and John, let him know. One nerd to the next. Hey, Lord of the Rings, buddy. Ugh. All right. Kristen, Chelsea, Angela, you're out. I'm you're gone. My God, let's get Chelsea out of there. I yeah, mean, like how on earth is Chelsea yeah. still, in this, uh, still in this show? Go home to your son, Skippy, whatever, Trippy. Slippy. <laughs> A squealy bop. <laughs> um, Chelsea also goes out on a low note because I feel like she kind of figures out that she's probably not going to get a rose and then is just like, fuck this shit. I'm going to F a bunch of stuff up. Well, and she has a panic she attack. A out of yeah, she starts like hyperventilating. Okay, A, that's a fake panic attack. Right. I don't believe it. Right. Uh, we also didn't really get any update on Kristen with the whole like. She her ears are ringing, some sort of medical emergency, and then it's just over. And then in my notes, I just have night two. <laughs> She's dead. Well, we have, of course, we have to mention for some stupid reason that uh, Matchbox Twenties Rob Thomas has a message of well warm wishes for uh, Jared and Ashley I. Why didn't you say that when we were talking about their engagement? Well, because it comes in right here. Oh, it was. Yeah, the it was at the, it was the tag. That's it was the right. post credit scene. Yeah. yeah um, did you realize that Jared was a diehard Matchbox that, 20 fan? Is? Did you Google it? I don't even know. I feel like it was some joke that I was like, I don't care. No, I mean, they just referenced it. That's why I, um, I'm i assuming that he is a diehard like Matchbox 20 fan. I feel like there something on, like, Winter Games. Or, sure, yeah, some kind of thing where he was God listening knows. to, yeah, 3 a.m. I don't, care. I don't care. You know who I care bunch. about less than Jared? Who? Rob Thomas. Well, I'll give Rob Thomas credit for a couple of things. He's holding a dog in the video message, and he makes fun of his own music, which um, I appreciated as well. I don't appreciate any white male singer who has lyrics that say, I want to push you around while I will. Fuck you, Rob Thomas. Okay. Okay. I don't appreciate it. Fair enough. Fair enough. Like, how did that become a hit? That is a good point. That is fair. Yeah. I don't like it. That's fair. Yeah. You're a monster, Rob Thomas. (laughs) I'm not saying he's a monster. I don't like that song, and I don't think that it's a good song. 
And what is a good Matchbox 20 song? That Santana duo, duet? I'm not defending Matchbox. I liked the part where he made fun of his music. I mean... That was the part that I liked. Sure. Yeah. Okay. Anyways. And that he had a dog. I'm not really trying to defend (laughs) Rob Thomas either. You know who else had a dog? Who? Hitler. Was he a dog person? Uh, Maybe more of a cat person. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Night two... Um, Kevin is, so this is how low the show has sunk. Show has sunk. That's a real tongue twister. Yeah. Can't wrap your mouth around it. (laughs) Uh, Kevin's telling Astrid all about all the different dressings that he makes. (laughs) I feel like you missed this part. I did. I was making a taco. Yeah. Yeah, I was making a second dinner for myself at nine o'clock at night. You were. Um, well, no, this shit and then there was a whole scene in the previous episode where, like, Eric and Cassandra order shrimp fajitas. And it's like, this is why this is five hours. I feel like that scene at least was, like, meant to build a little tension. Because sure. it was like, Angela was still hanging around. Right. And Eric and Cassandra just come home and are like, oh, let's order shrimp yeah, tacos. Yeah. But in this one, it's literally just Kevin talking about his Nutribullet. Yeah. Although I was kind of interested. Sure. Well, you, that's similar to that um, magic bullet that we had, you Here's had for a while. idea. We still have it. I thought we got rid of it. Uh, maybe we did. Yeah, I think we got rid of it. We got something in there from GNC. What's that? That was that smoothie thing that you got me. <laughs> that magic smoothie bullet. maker. No, the magic bullet is where you turn it upside uh, down. You can make salsas in there. Aye, we used to aye, watch. Aye. We used to watch the infomercial for it in the morning before oh. you had to go to school to teach early. Before I had to go to school. Yeah, before you had to go to school early. You make what salsas in there, queso about? in there, fruit salads. You I assume. You are not giving me. Here's my business idea for okay. Kevin. Yeah. I'm just thinking this in my head and realizing okay. that it doesn't, in fact, rhyme. Let's hear it. Kevin's dressing. <laughs> <laughs> what if it was called Kevin's Heavens? No. No? Because they're heavenly dressings. <laughs> Kevin's dressings. <laughs> If you say it just right, you got the slant rhyme Yeah, going. a little. Yeah, you don't or, need that. And the assonance. What if he just changes Asinals? his name to Kesson? <laughs> I mean, that solves the problem right there. What if in Canada, they don't call it dressing, they call it drevving? <laughs> Kevin's Drevins. Kevin's Drevins, available at Tim Hortons. <laughs> Ooh, this one smells like maple syrup. <laughs> oh, wait, I just think that because there's a maple leaf on the label. <laughs> It's psychosomatic. Oh, stupid Canadians. <laughs> hey, we got a lot of Toronto listeners, oh, and we love you, America Toronto forever. listeners. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I hope you liked being in NAFTA while you could, Canada. <laughs> oh, Lord. All right. Okay. Can we talk about how Harrison shows up and invites everyone to, to join him in the Rose Palapa? <laughs> Why are we all hanging out on the daybed when we could be in the goddamn palapa? <laughs> oh. Serious question. Yeah, no. Why wouldn't they all be in the palapa night and day? Yeah. Um, and why is he inviting them to the rose palapa? This is set up for you to explain what's going on. I'm trying to remember that quote from You've Got Mail, where Dave Chappelle says, or what is, he says, I, I told him we were a goddamn piazza. <laughs> 
Don't we? We have that. We've used that clip before. Oh. Oh, no, that. What is it? That caviar is a garnish. We've used that one before. It's a goddamn piazza. We've used that before. No, it's. I was. Yeah. I told him we were a goddamn piazza. Yeah. We've used that. Guys, do y'all want me to just kind of. Do some You've Got Mail. Please. Yeah, so the beginning of You Got Mail, first scene opens. <laughs> this is becoming a You Got Mail recap podcast. <laughs> that um, would honestly be better than... Than what, what the nonsense we've got here, especially. So what happens... Janner and... I mean, can we just say Kevin? Is that Carly and... Yeah, Evan? Kevin. It's Kevin's dressing. <laughs> They're Kessin. It's Janner and American Kevin. Yes. Not Canadian. Not to be confused with Canadian Not to be Kevin. confused. Well, they don't make dressings. Oh, we had babies. We're so special. Jesus. You know what? You're not. Nobody cares about your kids. You need to learn that lesson yeah. early on. Yeah. Nobody gives a shit about your baby. Yeah. No, it's nobody hard, cares. It's a hard pill to swallow. It's true. I feel like you and I are still not there all the time. No, I still think that people care. Yeah. You know what, though? Nobody does. Nobody does. Nobody does. Maybe our parents. Probably. 90% of the time. Nobody else. Nobody else. And yeah. I definitely... There's a million percent chance that I 100% do not care about Carly and Evan's fucking daughter named Bella. Yeah, no. And that sounds harsh, but this can't be the kind of show where we do this all the time. Right. Oh, I wrote in my notes, like at this point, why not just bring in the fucking Muppets again? I feel like... <laughs> Did if they we're bring just going to... Yeah, you remember The Bachelor brought the Muppets in one time. Miss Piggy came on the show. Like three or four seasons ago. Yeah. But uh, it felt like that kind of thing. Oh, I do kind of remember that. Yeah. Yeah. The Muppets came in. But, like, I I mean. Vastly. Sure, vastly prefer the Muppets in Paradise. Fozzie Bear coming in with BDE. (laughs) Yeah. Fozzie kissing everybody. You know what? Muppet has the biggest BDE. Rolf. Yes. Yes. 100%. Rolf Rolf. has BDE big time. That's actually what he uses to play the piano with his giant (laughs) dick. (laughs) <laughs> That's why he can play so fast. Oh, you're still not getting it. You're just not getting it. <laughs> <laughs> I just, I don't get it. Yeah. Well, I'll tell you what. Rolf has giant BDE even though he's... No, me- you're saying he has giant BDE. <laughs> <laughs> Is there not gradations there's of BDE? No, there's just one there's size no of BDE. It's just BDE. Well, I was going to say he has BDE despite the fact that he's neutered. Fun fact. <laughs> you understand that when male dogs get neutered, that penis doesn't get cut. Yeah, but I feel like that's part of the whole equation. Well, and also, there's no way in hell that Rolf, the mother dog, <laughs> is neutered. He's actually fathered many litters yeah. of puppies. He's Rolf a deadbeat dad. He's the father of all of the Muppet babies. <laughs> Even his own Muppet baby. Yeah. Yeah, somehow it's a time travel it paradox. Is, it's a wormhole. It's a wormhole. Yeah. He goes back he's in time. Solved. He goes into the future and, and is he his own Nanny. father. <laughs> he's the only one who's seen her above the knees. I know. Yep. Yeah. There's your conspiracy theory. <laughs> this is just <laughs> an onion. The more you peel it, the deeper it gets, the more it stinks. Turtles all the way down. (laughs) All right. So they have to to all tell Janner and Kevin why they should get this epic date that's been planned. And surprise, surprise, the date is actually for 
Carly and Evan and Jade and Tanner to go out, and the people that win the date, Joe and Kendall, get to watch their watch kids. Watch their kid. But wait, they, so they watch both the kids? It looked to me like they're only watching one of the kids. They're watching Bella both. and Emmy. And Emmy. Um, no, and this was and all. Let's losing her shit. Let's try to blow past this. I want to mention a couple quick things that we learn about grocery store Joe. He's a hypochondriac who goes to the nurse every day, and he narrates everything he does. So he and Becca would have been great together. Honestly, mm. they would have been. She, if she would have figured that out, I feel like they would have gone the whole way. Is Becca a self narrator? Oh yeah, remember we talked about uh, that all yeah, the time. Yeah, yeah. We're in Italy right now. We're riding a hayride right now. That yeah. was like half the show. I don't have to talk about everything <laughs> I do. <laughs> um, Joe also says, you don't want to see a baby cry. And then it's loud. <laughs> Danny Castellano. Which is just parenthood. Yes, right. That's the entirety of parenthood right there. Uh, yeah, in my notes I have... This is awful television. <laughs> yeah, it just kind of turns into like a bad sitcom. Yeah, it really does. Yeah. Uh, Joe and Kendall, I feel like, are cute yeah. when they're taking care of the baby. Yeah, sure. Kendall is pretty maternal. Right. Uh, Jenna and Jordan come up to visit uh-huh. and start talking baby names. Well, in the Jordan thing, <laughs> doesn't Jordan Morgan just like, oh, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> Which is, I mean, to be fair, the right reaction. This is the correct response, yes. Oh, good. Children are here. Yeah. This seems safe. Right. Well, that's the thing. I wouldn't leave How my... How much do you think Jade and Tanner and Carly and Evan were paid to leave their children... Oh, I know. ...in the care of I was going to say, I would not leave my kids with any of these people. Actually, I probably would at this point in our lives, but I know that I should Yeah, I mean, I would. Yeah. I, I know that we shouldn't. It would be a terrible decision. Um, Joe goes all Danny Castellano and he's like, how do you feel about other people? You want to do that still? I really like you. I feel like I haven't met the right person, but maybe that's changed. I like you. Isn't that enough? (laughs) Pretty much. What more do you want, Pretty much, yeah. I like you. But then Kendall's like, okay, (laughs) I'm so quirky. (laughs) That's not the only thing about me, though. Except that it is. It is. I'm going to sing about it on my ukulele, how I'm not that quirky. I mean, I touch dead things a lot in taxidermy. Look at this crop top I have on. Uh, you don't have to give me a polite laugh. No, I'm laughing. That's, not, that's a, a genuine laugh. Okay. Yeah. Jenna likes the name Tucker. Jordan says that it's the name of someone who joins Mathley. <laughs> but also, bizarrely, who has a man bun. Are those overlapping stereotypes? Not Joining usually. the math league no. and, and having a man bun? Maybe I don't know about today's kids. You know, maybe that's what they're doing. But uh, Annalise and Camille have a slightly disturbing conversation where she talks about how she wants a popsicle, and then he says, "Have you ever heard of Polish popsicles?" <laughs> <laughs> and then she says, "What flavor are they?" And yeah. he says, "European." Ugh. I feel like the whole thing was just like one veiled thirteen-year-old's joke yeah. about sex. Well, yeah, it's not even like. Well, and Annalise's like, "I'm pretty good with my hands." Just saying. Uh, and then she says, "Our chemistry is off the radar." Have you ever had any Polish in you? No. <laughs> <laughs> um, All right, moving forward. Yes. Yeah. Eric yeah. Yeah. And Cassandra are breaking down. Eric specifically. Is just not ready for a relationship. 
Interestingly, and kind of boldly, he laments the fact that Angela is no right. longer there. Yeah, come on, And everybody's Eric. like, I feel like Eric just really misses his buddy. Yeah, like, it's been so hard for him since he kicked Angela off the show and now uh, misses her. Yeah, right. <laughs> um, he does, it, I mean, I do feel like he's pretty honest about not being ready for a relationship, which I just feel like, dude, you're... How old is he? 30? Something in that vein. Get it together. Yeah, yeah. You know, that's... You're not 22 years old. Right, right. I don't know. um, Eric was also the one on Rachel's season who had not brought someone home since his prom day. Right, that's right. Yeah. Yay. Um, He tells everyone, I love y'all. Follow the cheese. He does. He does get a lot of support. They're real sweet with him. They he does really seem, like him. I, and I still like him. I mean, if he's not ready for a relationship, fine. That's not really in my business. He seems like uh, a nice guy overall. He does it's gaslight. My if he's coming on these shows, that's yeah. true. That's true. He does gaslight he Angela like a, a little dick. bit. Yeah, and then it's like I guess I'm just not ready for a relationship. <laughs> <laughs> right. Well, and also, well, it's a good thing that you really hurt people. Well, that's the thing. People seem to use that as a way to absolve themselves right. of like instead of saying I hurt you instead and I'm of sorry, being like, I was a dick. Yeah, it's because I'm. It's because I'm wounded. Yeah, I'm the fragile one yes. here. Yeah. Um. All right. Chris and Crystal have a date. They're ready to go on a date. A uh, New Zealand Jordan asks, "Do you reckon you'll drop the ale bomb?" That's pretty good. Right? That was good. Yeah, you're getting it. Uh, and in fact, Chris does. Yeah, they both do. They both say I love. <laughs> Though we must mention that right when he is about to say, he builds up to saying "I oh, love yeah. you," and he is interrupted by a raccoon what? rummaging through the date. What Chris calls a very cocky raccoon. <laughs> <laughs> really getting uh, love cock blocked by this raccoon. He's like, I just really need to tell you. What the fuck is that? <laughs> and then Great later moment. on that date, the raccoon walks on water. Yeah, it's a Christ Take figure. Take that, Jesus. <laughs> You're not the only one who can pull that trick. This Mexican this, raccoon has it down. This too. raccoon died and rose three <laughs> days later. Oh. What, is that uh, yes. too offensive? Uh, too edgy? Yeah, yeah we're going to lose a lot of listeners now. Oh, yeah. It's pretty edgy. Um... Oh, God. Can we talk about... So, Chris and Crystal got on their date. The rest of the gang stays home and plays Truth or Dare. The Here's whole your, gang. Here's, here's my your, group date. I know. Yeah. It would have gone better if they had played a crazy game of poker. Yep, being all in. Because as it is, they play Truth or Dare, and Olivia and John recreate Evan and Carly's jalapeno kiss, which was bad enough. Like, that sure. was pretty Well, gross. when they showed the flashback to it, I feel like you visibly, like, I remember cringed. that... Yeah, that string of spit. spit. It's like, if that's something that I see sometimes when I close my eyes. But I feel like John and Olivia's was even grosser. Yeah. They're all like, oh, well, it's just real. There's seeds everywhere. There's seeds everywhere. And also, like, Olivia, or I'm sorry, Carly and Evans was like, passionate is the wrong word, but Olivia and John just look like they're shoving their mouths together. Yeah. It looks like cousins are kissing with a pepper in their oh, mouth. Oh. And yeah, ugh. Yeah, they just don't seem to, like... And I don't know how you would enjoy that at all. Well, of course, I mean, the Guinness people aren't there to verify this, Olivia and John. You're not going to get the record. I don't think don't they Don't do it. Yeah, they well, even if they would have lasted longer, you got to have a Guinness person there to verify it. This was stupid. It was stupid. All right. Um, if you ever play Truth or Dare with Shoshana, get ready to be asked... 
Did you ever want him to kill someone? <laughs> well, and then she totally backtracks it. Don't backtrack that question. Let's yeah, hear the just, answers. Yeah. yeah. Did you ever it's want him to kill someone? It's fucking truth or dare. Come on. Let's hear the answer to that. You That's how the game works. Yeah. Bye. Um, they spend a lot of time in this second episode talking just about how crazy Shushana is. And I, at first, kind of felt sorry for her because I felt like she was getting, um, I don't know, not vilified, but I did feel like she was, people were kind of making fun of her, talking about how crazy she is. Kevin says she's walking the fine line between persistent and cray-cray. Uh, but then I just felt like Shushana was a big bitch. Like, right. Annalise confronts her and is basically like, back off. And I, I felt like Annalise was in the right there. Yes, absolutely. And Shushana is real, real rude. And just is like, not talking to her. Now, here's where I think Annalise goes wrong. She should not have brought up the witchcraft thing. No, like, that was that's stupid. stupid. Yeah, it was stupid. Yeah, I don't know what she's talking about. Um, well, and I, I don't have that much. This took up a lot of this episode. It just wasn't that interesting. It wasn't interesting. I don't have that much about it other than that Camille is identified as an ex-social media participant. <laughs> <laughs> I like that that's a job. And social media participant is a job. Also, ex-social media. Did he retire? You think well, he just... Maybe. Yeah, he got... He uh, got he wealthy enough. Ties with sugar bear vitamins. <laughs> got wealthy enough from his social media participation. You know what? I'm ready to retire from the game. Um, yeah. So, I mean, basically, I mean, I feel like what it boils down to is just that Shushana wants what she can't have. Yeah. Yep. Because she, um, like, wants Camille when he's with Annalise so badly that she turns down a date with Jordan. And then when Jordan goes out with Cassandra and seems to have a decent time, then Shushana tries to win Jordan back over by building a bonfire. Right. And he, I mean, to his credit, like, I liked, he was basically like, no, like, right. you just turned me down. Sorry that you want me now that I've, right. you know, asked somebody else out. Well, and then she loses her mind. She throws herself on the daybed and literally sobs. It's so unfair. I feel like it was a preview into what our six-year-old is going to be like when she's yes. like a 14-year-old. <laughs> no one, not even a dog, would be excited to come and see me. Oh. And then Jordan tries to comfort her and says, you've got so much to offer. Pretty good. No, that's, you're doing good. You've got on so these. much yeah. to offer, and she says, "I'm a fucking witch." <laughs> she and, admitted oh, it. I liked it earlier in the episode when she says, "Call me a bitch, but don't call me a witch." Good, uh, yeah, good, good quote. Good. I'm gonna stitch that on a pillow. And then when she says, "I'm a fucking witch," Jordan replies, "It's a stumble." <laughs> <laughs> Oh man, I did love that. You can uh, get over it. Yeah, no, Jordan is pretty great. I, I'm for him. I'm for him. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't have much else to mention except oh, that Diggy, Diggy arrives. Yeah, yeah Diggy arrives. There. He goes out with Olivia. He's getting Diggy with it. Na 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 na. Hey. Um, he tells us. Has he previously mentioned how he got his nickname Diggy? Because we learn in this episode. It's mm-hmm. a little backstory about Diggy. Yeah. Everyone was little, digging uh, his clothes. Origin story. Because yeah. <laughs> he also takes off his glasses. So, right. It's a really very superhero it's situation. All, she's all that. Uh, yeah. Diggy, we didn't know you were handsome until you took your glasses off. Never let it drop. Um, 
And uh, Shushana shrugs about Diggy. I say, Shushana, well, you're a fool. Yeah, you are a fool. Yeah. And you're a witch. So. That's how you know. That's actually how they tested in uh, like Puritan times. They would show a picture of Diggy, and if someone shrugged, they would throw them into the lake. Um, yeah, so Diggy arrives. It looks like yeah, they're setting I see up. Your polite laugh, and I raise it. <laughs> yeah, oh, no, now that's a polite laugh. Game of poker. <laughs> Um, yeah, that's where my notes end. Yeah, me too. So, so, blessedly, this ends next week. Man, we've we've changed our tune on this season um, since the beginning. But blessedly, this ends next week. Ooh, we managed. Do you want to do? Uh, do like you have predictions, any predictions or anything? Anybody okay, sure, engaged? sure. Oh, sure, um, sure. Throw some in the yeah, pot. Yeah, we'll throw some in the pot. I think that Crystal and Chris are going to get engaged. I think out of all, well, Crystal and Chris, Astrid and Kevin. Yeah. And uh, I think Kendall and Joe. Castrid? Castrid, yes. Castrid is Drastrid. <laughs> Doesn't even make any sense. I think Kendall and Joe like, are going to break up. Oh, really? I think they're going to say they're going to stick with it and then they're going to have broken up when they come back no, for the No, I think thing. they're breaking up on the show because Kendall was like, it's just so hard. She oh, was okay. sobbing. Okay. But maybe she was talking about taxidermy. <laughs> Um, I think that Annalise and Camille are actually maybe going to, like, try to stick it out. And yeah. then I said this to you, I bet in the After the Paradise that we get, I feel like Camille's just going to have been a huge yeah, dick. Yeah, huge dick. Yeah, the, the equivalent of, like, spending an hour with her I when she's I in her town. I wish I wasn't looking forward to that, but I very yeah. much am. Yeah, it's because we're horrible people. Really. Um, but whatever happens next week, we'll be back here to tell you all about it. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.